Hi, everyone. This is Joe Waters, and this is Cause Talk Radio. Um, I'm here with my lovely co-host, Megan Strand. Hey, Joe. Hey, how are you today, Megan? I'm excellent. I'm excited for the show. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about, that's for sure. And we're joined by two superstars. We feel in the cause field. Uh, the fir- first is Chris Noble, from CEO of Cause Media. Hey, Chris, how's it going today? I'm doing great, Joe. How you doing? Yeah, you hey, Megan. look fabulous. <laughs> uh, I, have a, I have a face for radio. Everybody tells me that. <laughs> <laughs> and then our um, our other guest today is uh, is Mark Horvath. And Mark, you have almost an unpronounceable last name for a Bostonian. <laughs> because where those R's are in your name, it's almost impossible. And of course, everyone knows Mark, though, the founder of InvisiblePeople.tv. Thanks for having so me. It's for, an honor. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for, for being on here today. Well, we got a busy show for today. And, and Megan, a big topic that we want to talk about today is homeless hotties. Why don't you bring us up to speed on it? <laughs> homeless hotties, otherwise known uh, as homeless hotspots. Um, and at this past week, South by Southwest, it caused a major controversy. So this is why we've asked both Chris and Mark to join us today. So there was an agency called BBH that came to Austin and decided they wanted to um, bring some awareness to the homeless population in, in Austin and presumably get some PR for themselves. So what they did was they partnered with a local nonprofit organization and a local homeless shelter called Front Steps, and they equipped a handful of homeless people with little mini MiFi devices so that they created their own wireless signal around them. And they allowed people to tap into this this MiFi by giving a donation and interacting with this homeless um, individual. So this caused all sorts of controversy. There were articles and blog posts written all around the web from New York Times to Read Write Web. Um, and of course, I turned to Mark Horvath as the person who is the authority and read his fabulous blog post and watched his video interview with the homeless um, individual who had these MiFi devices. And he had quite a different take. So we want to get Mark's opinion about all of this uh, brouhaha around the homeless hotspots. So, Mark, tell us your initial impressions, because I think that's that's pretty telling. Well, you know, uh, I kind of, you know, this is right after the invisible children madness. So I'm kind of wondering, has social media turned us into a bunch of whiny complainers? <laughs> you know, because from my perspective, <laughs> BBH did everything right. They went in and they partnered with a local homeless service. You know, one of the complaints is that uh, they're only paying $20 a day. But the truth is that was regulated by the shelter. You don't give, you know, I'm a recovering addict. I could only carry $10 in my pocket for two years. So BBH wanted to give more. And it's what it is, it's $20 a day, 30 day minimum. And then 100% of the donations go to the homeless person. So here's the bottom line. Hmm. BBH hired 13 homeless people instead of 13 college kids. Right. College kids can call home for their money. You know what I mean? This was a very, very good thing. And, you know, my really big concern is, you know, brands and cause marketing is is huge. And I believe could have huge impact fighting homelessness and other social crisis. This is setting it back because do you think next year anybody's going to try to do anything to help anybody? You know, I mean, this, you know, here, Mm -hmm. one agency out of all the 
brands and agencies at South by Southwest tried to help the city of Austin. None of the others did. We need to be slamming the ones that didn't give back and not the one that at least tried. You know what I mean? All, right. Can you imagine right, if right. all the brands? So, I, I mean, I'm really concerned that this media backlash is really... Because, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, CMOs and executives, they're skitzy anyways. You know, the average CMO stays mm-hmm. in a company, you know, less than two, two years, 24, 24 months. Mm-hmm. So they don't want to do anything that has this huge controversy like this. So, you know, mm-hmm. gosh, uh, well, you know, go ahead. Yeah. Hey, Mike, no, you, know, you, say, you know, one of the, th- one of the problems, the, Mike, one of the problems with this issue, though, is you're not passionate enough about it. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I mean, you know, I, 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 but, you know, at Carrie Fuller, a homeless mom, she asked me to explain it to her, and she goes, wow, that's better than panhandling. Yeah. And that's where I got the yeah. topic of my, my yeah, yeah. blog post from. You know, I mean, a homeless vet right. today on, on our We Are Visitors site says gosh i wish i could do it no it's not perfect yeah they should have called it maybe something else Hotspot heroes or right. whatever you know what i mean but at least they right, tried right, right. to do something and you know <laughs> i am very passionate about it because i'm passionate about marketing and i'm passionate about fighting homelessness you know the the, the controversy hey. was, was really stupid i mean people were arguing about the verb on the shirt how the use of verbs on the shirt come on mm-hmm. <laughs> hey chris noble right. what do you think right. about all this I, I gotta, I gotta jump in here. Yeah, I mean, I, I gotta jump in here. And I have to object to the use of the word controversy, because this was faux traversy. This was completely made up <laughs> by people who wanted to have an opinion in public and wanted to either sell newspapers or get their blog. Ad. This is like classic social media link baiting. So I, I'm right there with Mark. I don't. Social media has turned us into a generation of wine, but it's it's turned us into a generation of self-promoters who have to have a take more than they have to have a thoughtful opinion. And and it, it just makes me crazy on a regular basis. And you guys know this because we've talked about it before, but it, it, at some point, what is the smallest amount of good that can be done and still be called good? Like, yeah. the, the and these articles always, always have the flavor of, well... It did support a good cause. I just wish they'd done it differently. And and for me, I want to say, look, they had the idea and you didn't. Like, they had the idea. They got out there first. God bless them. They did a little bit of good in the world. They did it in a way that was inventive. And, and they did it in a way that actually, I think, suggests that technology could be doing more to fight the problem of homelessness than it's currently doing. Well, and that's what other things are you doing? That's why I like what Mark does because the first thing that I did when I heard about this was. I went and watched to see what Mark was saying about it on Twitter, and sure enough, he'd done a blog post, and he had interviewed one of these guys, and this guy was the happiest guy I'd seen. I mean, he was he was loving it. He loved the MiFi device. He loved the he loved the idea, um, and so I think probably what we're doing, just as cause crusaders out there, is, is jumping to our own conclusions and doing a lot of self promotion and not being informed. Because yep. I'm the first one to say I I am not an expert in homelessness, but I know somebody who is. So. I'm I'm going to go figure well, out you know, what like Mark thinks about it. It was totally irresponsible. Well, I mean, the night it, that it launched, I wish it hadn't rained in, in South by Southwest because it, this would have started earlier. I had to leave. But here was the New York Times totally irresponsible uh, okay. 
journalism putting this out. And it was. It was link bait. And then Read Write Web, he at least, through a Twitter conversation with me, at least went and updated it and went and then interviewed you know he at least tried to do the other side of the conversation but then it just exploded and hey everybody's quoting this and they're trying to get oh my gosh you know my the video that i did i looked at the uh the link this morning i mean it's hungry and uh i mean it's all over the world people wow. are doing this and um you know that's how far the drama went um, and it was, you know, it was South by Southwest controversy. You add those two, I'm going to get traction. Now, if, if the media went, wow, this is really good, you're not going to get that much traffic. So I think it was totally irresponsible by the major uh, online media. Okay, is it irresponsible oh, yeah. or did it just okay, give so, you hey. a whole lot of traffic, Mark? I mean, is that a bad thing that you got a lot well, of traffic you, from this? I you, think it's a good thing in a, in a way. Well, you know, my traffic, my personal traffic and, you know, invisible people went up but i don't want it that way you know i didn't engage into going into this thing to 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 do that because my my stuff is more targeted because i'm trying to change people's perceptions on the whole i mean yesterday almost unanimously homeless services executives around the country and the national coalition uh for homeless people which is made up of homeless actual homeless advocates throughout the nation came out and for this yeah. No. Oh, and and <laughs> now listen to this. Oh. Let me bring up something, Mark and uh, 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 Mark and Chris. Uh, yesterday on yeah. Twitter, Carol Cohn, who is known as the mother of cause marketing, one of our leaders in the field, uh, tweeted and she said, "Hey, BBH guys," and of course, BBH is the company that put the the hotspot on. Your shameless use of homeless to promote your client is so tasteless. Ad guys shouldn't do so social issues work. What do you think of that? I think that as soon as I'm done with this phone call, I'm going to send uh, Carol uh, my blog post. So, but was there a client? There wasn't a client yeah. involved, though, was it? It was just the agency. They, they weren't doing right. this for a client, right? It was just it them. Was, it was just a lab. Yeah, just a lab. You know, and here's the thing is that, you know, we know that brands are getting involved in cause marketing. And I, I brought this up last year. I don't know of any agency. You know, they do some pro bono work, but they don't actually do campaigns like this Not so often. we need to encourage more agencies and they're all going oh we're never going to do homeless after this so it hurts the homeless population what has hurt homeless people and really is exploitation was the irresponsibility of online media i mean that they were exploiting this to get traffic that's where the exploiting was you know basically be BH gave 13 homeless men a temporary job. That's great. <laughs> you know, come on. Well, yeah, I think. It's hard to argue. I, I, I mean, I think Carol probably just doesn't have the facts. I, I, it, from a from a pure PR, I mean, you know, and she works for a big old PR firm, right? So, from a pure PR perspective, I don't think you could call this a, a loss for BBH, right? They certainly. Y yes, the controversy got stirred up, not by them, mm -hmm. but they certainly got their name in a lot of papers. A lot of people know BBH Labs that didn't know them, you know, two, three days ago. So as a, as a PR stunt, I think it was excellent, right? Was it shameless? I, I don't think so because yeah. the, underlying, the underlying cause was actually served better. So I think it worked for the, from a PR perspective. I think it worked from a actually 
shining light on the problem perspective and actually helping a very few people, but still helping a few people. It's, it, it seems like it's good all around. That's right. why the, the whole Tempest in a teapot quality doesn't make any, doesn't make any damn sense. But the, right. the one thing I want to echo, though, that Mark said before is, and, and this is true, and I've, I've, I've talked to, yeah, as Megan already said it, but, you know, we've got cause cohorts. And I've talked to a few of them and said, you know, when you do that and you come out and, and rail against it, it, it makes it harder for brands to consider running a cause campaign instead of just running another sweepstakes or a giveaway. Right. Right. That's I mean, right. or doing it for kids, the women or the other sweet things that, you know, that, that, that causes that companies focus on for cause. That's the whole thing. I mean, every once in a while you come up with a real clunker and I think we all know the KFC example, right? Yep. But, but most times, most times, you know, I would rather see people like like Mark, who are the real advocates, who really understand the issues, coming forward and saying, you know what, every little bit helps. And maybe it's not the perfect solution, but, it, you know, at least they're stepping up. Like, that's the thing that makes me crazy, is people who stand on the side yeah. and go, hey, that's not perfect. And I just want to go, okay, but what were you doing? Absolutely. Right. So and, can we know, just mm -hmm. just to confirm, BBH didn't do a hard sell on this. They weren't trying to spark this controversy. It was very low key. You know, they I I I, I think uh, they probably expected that there'd be some backlash, but this was far beyond. Itself. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, it certainly is an interesting topic. I would love to get since you were both there and Joe and I were not at South by Southwest. I would love to hear both of your opinions um, on South by Southwest just from the scuttlebutt. What were you hearing just from a cause perspective? What were the things that were interesting that were being talked about? Can we talk about that a little bit, Chris? We, we can. It, there, weren't, there weren't a lot, especially if you look at the last two or three years, there weren't a lot of very evident cause campaigns at South by Southwest this year. Uh, so, you know, last year was Tsunami. Here before that, there was Haiti. Uh, there were a, a handful of companies that were doing cause-based stuff that were promoting their um, their. There, there weren't any uh, sort of overarching cause campaigns that uh, that I could see. I mean, except except for really a homeless hotspot, I don't think uh, very much captured the attention. I, I did I did see an interesting new trend. Uh, there's a there's a whole lot of um, social matching and social identifying and matchmaking and and you know here's your social map laid over the geo world and here are the people you might know or need to know who are close to you. So a lot of, of trying to do a, a kind of second level of networking. And that's an interesting trend. It, it, I don't see, you know, there's some direct cause implications on that trend. If you look at the world of volunteering and you, you know, there's a project near you, you could walk over and volunteer for. Or if you look mm -hmm. at, you know, getting groups of people together who have common interests. But the, the most interesting one that I think has a cause aspect is uh, the whole economy of social. And we've seen this over the last couple of years of, you know, your tweets are worth X number of dollars, uh, you know, the, the sponsored tweets, the self-sponsored tweets, things like that. There, companies are really starting to move now into, the, into using your social interaction as a way to fund your charitable. And I think it's just one hop from that to have your social action be branded directly by someone. Uh, and then have that money diverted to a cause you care about. So that the two companies are Help Attack, which was around last year, uh, Help 
Snowball, which is uh, S-N-O-B-A-L-L. Mm -hmm. And they're both social platforms for using your social interaction to drive dollars to a charity you care about. Mm -hmm. yep. And and Snowball goes one further. They're actually extending into uh, corporate giving and corporate matching right now. And Snowball creates mm -hmm. rules around giving, right? So if you say every time I post to Facebook, I give 25 cents to my cause, that's, right. that's, that's sort of how their platform works, correct? It's absolutely that. It's also every time somebody likes my page, I'll give a dollar to a cause. Okay, from so a you brand really, perspective. You direct... No, from a personal perspective, you could you could say as a person, you could say I I you know actually you could do you could you could do it with your charity page. You could say every time somebody likes my charity's page, I'll give a dollar to that charity. So okay, you're, oh you're that's driving... interesting. Yeah, so you're driving yep. fans to the charity and you're driving dollars to it at the same time. So I, I think we're going to see more of that, and I, I think we're going to start seeing brands try to sponsor that microactivity more and more, because then the brand can go direct to the consumer and stay out of the whole rest of the mess. Mm -hmm. Nope, that's a really good point on something like that, and I can see that too, the value of those programs to consumers. Is Mike still with us? Oh, maybe he's not. He may have had to drop off. I know he had, oh, okay. to, he had to run. So if he if he if he is, maybe he'll jump in. Hey, so Chris, I got a question for you. A lot of um a lot of our listeners are uh you know in the nonprofit world. Is there a value to nonprofits going to South by Southwest because it's not a typical destination for them? I don't I don't think so directly. I mean, in in some cases. So if you're a larger nonprofit and you want to work directly with brands or agencies, mm -hmm. then a lot of the digital strategy people and brand managers and whatnot are there that week. Mm -hmm. And so it's I, I used it, and actually one of my nonprofit clients used it as a way to do sort of meetings behind South by Southwest, just because there's an aggregation of people like any conference or trade show. Um, and there's some good resources at South by Southwest for nonprofits that are just getting started in social media, right? So the, uh, the Beacon Fire Lounge or the Beacon Lounge is kind of the, the uh, social media for social good gathering spot. And there's a, there's a track on, uh, they call it Better Tomorrow, and it includes nonprofits and it includes politics and it includes all sorts of different kind of civic engagement in the social sphere. If you're if you're just getting started, or if you have something to say to a broader audience, uh, I think it's worthwhile. I think it's worthwhile for some of the contacts that you make that are outside the nonprofit field. So South by is a good place for nonprofits to mingle with uh, pure brand people and pure technology people. But if you look at you know how much am I going to learn? If you're going to South by to make connections and learn a little bit, um, I think it's worthwhile for your nonprofit. Mm -hmm. If you're really, I need to learn about how to use technology for my nonprofit, then then go to NTC, right? I mean, that's you know, st store up store up your beans, store up your beans and go there. The the, yep. the downside of NTC is you'll only be talking to other nonprofits right. and right. to the people mm -hmm. and the people that want to sell you stuff, right? You, yep. It's nonprofits and vendors. That's who yep. you're going to meet there. At, at South by, it's a it's a it's a broader group. If you're looking as a nonprofit community director to make a broader splash in social media, mm -hmm. I would absolutely recommend going to South by because you'll, you'll meet the influencers because they're just hanging out. 
mm-hmm. and you can you can use that as a springboard to other things. Huh. Um, I, I think that, that was kind of a strategy of uh, Points of Light, which is one of the nonprofits I work with, and and I think they've used it very well. Right now, they can they can reach out to a handful of influencers on kind of any topic in volunteering, and they're like, oh yeah, I know you, I remember you, because they met at Blog World or South by Southwest or something like that. Oh, that's good. Well, that's really good advice. Yeah, it's good for the nonprofit to get up out of meetings with just other nonprofits. But if but if you have scarce mm-hmm. dollars to spend, I'd focus more on on N10 because you know that's that's really where you're going to get the most learning done. That's right. And and uh, what Chris is referring to with N10 and NTC is the nonprofit technology conference, which is in uh, San Francisco this year, which I think is next week, Chris. Uh, it's in April this year, and you know what? You should, you guys should get uh, Amy Ward to come on the show. Yeah, Amy, Amy Ward, that's an excellent suggestion. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. We should. But just prior, yeah, prior talk to about NTC. Yeah, get in, get in the next couple of weeks to talk yeah. to your audience about NTC. That'd be cool. I have to do one one ridiculous yeah, I... thing about South by. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Let's hear it. Okay, so. so there are lots of interesting technology trends. One was this kind of social networking thing. Mostly people were talking about the cloud and how the cloud would change, you know, not just data storage, but all sorts of different ways to communicate everything, everything stored in the cloud, which back in my day, they'd called servers. <laughs> no, it's the cloud now, Chris. It's different. <laughs> yeah, you're really completely different. Dating is off the cloud. Yeah, totally dating is... What's a server? I didn't say it was. I didn't say it was the mainframe, at least. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so, uh, so there are different people doing different pitches, and at South by, two different companies. I'm not going to name names. Two different companies were giving away. Uh, everybody gives away swag. There's all sorts of T-shirts and key rings and blah blah blah. Two different companies were giving away as their swag, a map of Austin. Wow. And the, and the first, exactly, you're right, you're way ahead of me. The first one I let go by, and I just kind of, I was like, okay, I, I don't get it, but that's fine. The second one approached me on the trade show floor and said, would you like a free map of Austin? And and I, I looked down at my iPhone, which of course was glued <laughs> to my hand. And I looked back up at him and I held it up and I said, are you familiar with these devices? <laughs> And he said, I swear to God, his very next line was, well, I'm not sure that that device has all the information on it that you can get without QR-coded maps. Oh, that's funny. And I said, okay, well, so, so, all right, let's, 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 I'll play along for a minute. If I use one of your QR codes, what do I, what, what will I learn? And he said, oh, you'll learn facts about building you'll learn about the company that's in the building you'll learn you'll get directions and i said okay and what device will i use to read the qr code on your map exactly <laughs> and all you really want to know so there's a lot of that you know what i mean so well it sounds like if joe and i want to go next <laughs> year exactly- we need we need to buddy up close to Mark Horvath because uh, he said that he has started booking his own hotel rooms a year out and he went to book his for next year and they're all booked up. He said there is literally no hotels room hotel rooms in Austin next year. So Joe, if you and I want to go, we're bringing a tent and wow. sleeping bags. I'll tell you. Well, you know, this there year we go. didn't go because we're not cool enough. So I mean, maybe next year we'll be cool enough, like Mike and Chris, that we can actually go. 
Actually, you know, I think less, next year it'll be substantially less cool, and you, you get, they'll be able to let you guys in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so nice of you. <laughs> well, Chris, thank you very much really, for being I, on today. Hey, thank you guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And we want to say thanks to Mark Horvath. He um, was working in the midst of a homeless shelter when we talked to him, so I know he had to drop off and run. So thanks again to Mark. Um, Joe, where can people find you if they want to hear more about you? Of course, you can find me at my blog, SelfishGiving.com, or on Twitter at Joe Waters. And what about you, Megan? Where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at CauseUpdate.com or at Megan Strand. And we didn't ask Chris where people could find him. We know he's with Cause Media Group, but That's right. where are you, Chris? Well, mostly you can find me on airplanes. That's a good point. <laughs> or you can find me at uh, all, all one word, CauseMediaGroup.com, or just C.F. Noble on the Twitters. And we should mention that Mark oh, is great. at Hardly Normal on Twitter as well. So, And you can find Cause Talk Radio and all the other RashPixel.tv shows on iTunes and Stitcher Smart Radio. And you can find that in your app store or at Stitcher.com. Thanks so much for joining us, everybody, this week. We really appreciate it.